again with the Icon Podcast. I'm super excited to have a good friend and my personal mentor on the show today. Just happens to also be an Icon agent, just like every other guest on the show. So I just wanted to say welcome to Dustin, and man, I am super excited to have you on today. Hey, thanks, man. I'm excited to be here, brother. Love what you're doing. Love the podcast, and uh, yeah, honored to be here. Thanks for asking I love it, man. Well, you and I, uh, you know, we've been coaching, what now, three months, six months? I don't even know. Time flies. <laughs> yeah, about six months. Six months or so. So I'm, I'm super excited, you know, I've uh, known you for a few years um, from a distance, as I say. You're always the guy who saw at conferences, and I think we've spoken a few of the same places, but with both of our schedules, we always dipped and dived and all over the place, and uh, finally got connected this year. So, um, and you just joined EXP in the last year, or kind of like I did, isn't that Right. Yeah. Yeah. About four months ago, different March of this year, March of 2020. Okay. Cool, man. Well, uh, just like I asked you earlier, like you got so many things going on that even as close as we are, I don't even know all the things that you got going on. So I love the uh, Dustin Runyon elevator pitch of where you live out in the desert and uh, all the other things you got going on, man. Just a little bit of your background. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I live in Lake Avenue City, Arizona. Uh, I, uh, I, was, I was actually born in Phoenix. I started out in 08, so I got into the real estate business uh, right at the great, the great Recession, baby. And so I uh, started out doing short sales um, out in Phoenix with a partner of mine, Kyle Wyloge, and did that for about four years and then uh, moved back to Lake Havasu to run a Keller Williams office. And so I was the team leader there. Um, we grew that. Uh, I think it was like there was about $60 million in sales. We grew that to over half a billion. We launched a few locations, uh, launched a property management company, a real estate school and whatnot. Um, I didn't have any ownership in that, in, in any of those businesses. So I went off and I, I actually started over again. I, I started a, a real estate team, okay. um, uh, during, during, um, uh, running the Keller Williams, I started a, a coaching and consulting company that just kind of happened organically. People started to ask me to coach. I got kind of, um, obsessed with psychology. And, um, so I started that company and, um, then I started or started over and started a real estate team about three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, two and a half, three years ago. Um, we did 30 million our first year in sales. I'd never shown a buyer or a seller, still still haven't. <laughs> um, uh, never went on a listing appointment or anything. And uh, through that, um, started a, a land development company uh, where we, uh, we help manage uh, capital for our investors through uh, helping them build wealth through real estate um, development. Um, so we do land development, we do... Um, building as well, commercial or residential. Um, also got Ivy, Ivy RE Tech, which is a data company where uh, we can produce leads for real estate agents across the country. Um, what else we got? Man, I forget. Oh, Lux Locker, we're building um, RV, uh, boat, boat and RV storage across the country as well. We're in Henderson, Reno, Havasu, Washington, Idaho. So yeah, got a bunch of, got a bunch of irons in the fire, but uh, enjoying it, man. Yeah, I love real estate. Kind of like a shameless plug. The one that can probably your business, one of your businesses that's probably most applicable to anybody, no matter where they're at, is Ivy. Um, Ivy Data. I mean, you guys are you can pretty well take that to any state. To my knowledge, right? You're pretty fast. Yeah. Yep. Well, deliver leads. Um, we have a, a feature to where you can text message, uh, text Ivy, and we can text Ivy an, an address, and we text you back the the name, number, uh, contact info, email address, all that. We also have a map search where you can draw polygons and. You can pull information from a neighborhood. We do batch listings where you, you can put in 10,000 in there. And uh, we only charge you for successful searches. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. 
I love it, man. Well, we were just talking, obviously you moved over to EXP. Um, you know, your background's KW just like mine. I'm sure you're in agreement. We love our backgrounds. We love everywhere, yeah. like, wherever we're at. And with that being said, there was obviously something that made you make the jump to EXP. For some people it's this and that, and everybody's got a little bit of a different reason. So what was kind of like, even if it's not the top reason you're here today, what was kind of like your journey, you know, who introduced you to it? How long did it take you to come over? And then what was kind of like the aha moment? You're like, oh, I'm going. Yeah, it was uh, honestly the, what, made, what made me start to look at EXP because I was a diehard Keller and I mean diehard. I was, um, I was all about it, man. I, I flew that red flag. Um, and it was, it was honestly a company that was really great to me. I learned a lot. Through, through that company. But um, honestly, I saw a lot of my friends moving over to EXP. That was it. You know, um, I was like, I'm never moving. I'll never go uh, anywhere else. And I just saw a bunch of my friends who I really admired and looked up to moving over there. You know, I'm literally through just like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, a really good friend of mine who's a great friend of yours as well, Kevin Kaufman. Um, dude is um, dude's an amazing guy. He, uh, I actually, I think I actually ended up reaching out to him, just asking questions about it. And then it took me, it took me a year uh, to move, to be honest. Kevin was talking with me for a year about it um, and uh, finally, finally moved over. Um, yeah, I, the, my aha moment or what made, what made me decide, um, truthfully, like I, 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 I wanted to be, I wanted to be on that like cutting edge of something new. Like I wanted to be on that that uh, the, there's a million different reasons why EXP is phenomenal. I mean, obviously, if you're looking at the stock price right now, that's, <laughs> that's insane. I think it's up, it, it's like at $41 right now. Yeah. Um, when I got in it, you know, it's eight, 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 $8, I think, my average share price right now. So um, there's a bunch of different reasons, but um, I would say just the, the different avenues for, for, for honestly, for revenue. <laughs> you know, it's revenue share, one, the stock, two, um, the company and how innovative it was, you know, um, I really like to be a part of something that's real entrepreneurial and that's how it feels over here, man. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. I love that. Now you came over for that. Is there anything that you've, since you've been here at the company that you really didn't care about, like, or not that you didn't care about, but you didn't really like, you didn't come over for that reason that you've now seen, whether it was the tech or the red share of the stock, you're like, Oh wow. That's actually stock. 10 times better. Dude, the stock right now, like I saw the stock going cause I, I made it to where 5% of our, our commissions, you know, we purchased stock with it and then you yeah. get stock for a bunch of different other things, you know, your first recruit, your first deal, a bunch of different things. Um, but I'm like, I literally re reached out to my, uh, my director of operations. I'm like, please tell me I've been buying stock this whole time, <laughs> my 5%, you know, uh, and I, and I had, and I had, and, um, it's cool. It's cool to watch it. Um, they just give you, they give the real estate agent, um, avenues to, you know, to retire. Yeah. I mean, very rare. Do you see someone sell their real estate business? It's happening more and more today, but it, it gives you so many different avenues to uh, build actual wealth through. So yeah. Um, yeah. that's, that's a big one. And honestly, for me, this is going to sound weird probably is our broker. I mean, she's, I mean, my director of operations tells me this. I mean, I don't work with her, but yeah. she's phenomenal. And it's cool because we live in a small town um, and to have a broker of that knowledge who is so responsive. The biggest thing I was worried about was being able to have my team have access to personnel. Yeah. And the access is it's, it's, in, it's almost instant, man. Mm -hmm. 
It's yeah. crazy. Well, it's, it's like just before today's call here, it was like I had to jump on and get a question. And usually if I was at KW or any of my past brokers, I'd like, something wrong with it, I'd have to go into the office and then they wouldn't be there. They'd be on line hour. And then it's like, well, they're going to come back and they come back and they shut their door and put their lead generation sticker up on the door. And it's like, wait, how do I get my question answered? <laughs> it's Where? so true. And I had a great broker before, but like, yeah. it's so true, man. Um, the, the, just the staff and the personnel and everything, like my team has been like, they come to me in the beginning, they were coming to me daily, literally tell us, did you know, I reached out, got this question. I got, the, did you know you can do this? Did you know you can do that? Did you know you can just walk up and ask a question that gets answered? Called the broker the other day, left a message 15 minutes later, got a call back. So shout out to Holly. She's been amazing. No, I love that. And, it, and I, like the ticket system surprised me. Like you literally just walk into the world to take a ticket like the DMV, go jump on your other calls and zoom and it pops up on your computer going, you're, you're ready. And it's like, yeah. what? Like that's, I haven't ever seen that anywhere. Yes. And dude, straight, straight being like super transparent. Um, I think we've, I think we've recruited, I've recruited maybe, I don't know, in the past four months, like 10 agents or so. My rev share checks are now my, I have a rev share check coming this month that will be bigger than any one month check that I got from profit share at KW. And I recruited over 450 agents. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Well, I mean, in full transparency, people know this from the last few episodes. Like I think my rev share total is at like 10, like really not that much, but I mean, I'm going to pay my mortgage this month with it. Yeah, like, dude, it's crazy. You know, it's insane. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, and when I was at KW, it'd be like $2. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like, and again, that's just the model. So I love that. So, so tell me, man, like we talk about this a lot. Like your coaching is unique. So I'd love to hit on that just to kind of take the episode a little bit different. Like the, you shook my world up big time when it came to coaching, because I had always been using what we call a number coaches or what I call a numbers coach. What's your numbers? What's your metrics? What's your lead gen? Hammer the phone. If you do more effort, you'll make more money. You'll be happier you know, kind of that rabbit hole trap that probably every entrepreneur at one time has gone down. So I'd love for you just to explain to the audience kind of what your specialty is and kind of the coaching approach you've taken with me that while I still struggle big time during some days, like I'm 10 times light years over anywhere I would have ever expected to be in just the last six months. So I'd love for you to kind of give oh, me the elevator awesome. pitch of what your method is, you know, yeah, well, I, it's been awesome working with you, dude. Straight up, um, I, I I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I only work with a select few people just because it just time wise, right? Um, but uh, you, it's been an honor to work with you, and I, you've been very receptive to to things and been very open. But um, what I believe it's weird. I started out coaching, and everyone came to me about business. Like that was like their main thing. Is they 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 came to me about 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 business. And prior to that, let me actually go back. Let go back. So I'm 25 years old. I'm, you know, hungry, driven. Old. Yeah, 25 years old. Yeah, old for you, right, dude? Uh, I was not where you were at, uh, where you're at at your age. Um, and I was naive. I was super naive. And I, I actually came to Keller Williams and I'm like, I came into this office and um, they needed a team leader. And I just kind of started, I was like, I'm just going to pretend I'm the team leader and see what happens. Um, but they gave all the strategies on how to be how to be successful in real estate, how to, here's what you need to do. Learn these scripts, you know, um, learn these scripts, uh, practice these, uh, these role play, these, these, these different, um, these different scripts, lead generate, lead generate, lead generate, right? Listens, leads, um, uh, leverage. And they're teaching all of these things. And yet like nobody was, uh, uh, nobody was taking action. 
And so I'm naive. So I'm like, I came from a brokerage where we started our own brokerage, um, which, was, which was difficult in its own thing, different story. But we started our own brokerage and dude, we didn't have anything. So here, are, here we are at Keller giving everybody everything they need and people were still not succeeding. And so I was like, I was baffled by it. Um, so, um, but I was obsessed. I was obsessed with knowing why, why do some people take action, why some don't. And so what I came to the realization was, it's not the how-to. It's the psychology, right? And, 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 and through studying, I was, you know, one year I read a thing, I've read a fucking psychology book once a week, every week for 52 weeks, is 80%, 90% of what we do is psychology. 10% is the, is the how-to, right? Most of us know what to do, we're just not doing it, right? Um, whether that's because we're stuck in our head or stuck in our ego. And so um, what, I, what I came to find out after working with people is um, how to get their psychology right, right? And how to get their, their mind right. And, um, and we do that by finding, like, by, by following our truth, like our heart, right? And so most people came to me for business and we end up working on, on, on them. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, people have an unhealthy relationship with business and have an unhealthy relationship with work. Um, you see people who have like trauma bonds with work and with, you know, all of their worth is put into what they do instead of who they are. Um, it's put into, um, their worth is put into whether they're, you know, they're succeeding or failing or whether they're hitting this metric or that metric, you know, for me, man, in my business, we don't have, I mean, we have numbers and whatnot, but we don't have any KPIs on, on, on most anything. I just, I lead with love. Yeah. I just love my people, try to stay connected to my people, figure out what's important to them, what makes them tick, what, um, why, why they're doing what they're doing and what's important to them and, um, and stay connected. So I really think um, the more we work on ourself and loving ourself and, uh, and more we work on, on following our heart and staying connected to that, the easier it becomes to take action. Because when you're not putting your worth into what, when your worth isn't connected to your, your results, mm -hmm. dude, you can, you can fucking, you can go, you can go as big as you possibly want. Because if you fail, your worth's not tied to it. Yeah. So if we start, you start with building that relationship with yourself, staying connected with yourself, um, dude, everything else is just a bonus. Yeah, I mean, today was our first conversation about business between you and I personally and probably quite a while on one of our coaching calls this morning. And, you know, what I realized after the call, I mean, he told me today, like, you can disconnect your work. There's no reason that you can't go big or go broke type of situation. And it's like, I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait, why would I not put everything I had on the line to make what I want to create? And the only reason I wouldn't do it is if I was scared of how other people would judge me if I had, if I failed. And I was like, wait, why does it even matter? Like, why does it matter if other people judge me? And I think a lot of people listening, like we can kind of tie this to the EXP icon. There's a lot of people listening in all transparency that are thinking about coming to EXP. They might have an ego, right? Because they might be listening to this icon as a big producer and they might not make the move because they're too worried about what other people's opinions are when the company may be a fit for their model. They're just too scared to make the jump. And I don't think that's only to KW, to EXP, or Remax EXP, it, it, it could be going from EXP to Remax, or the vice versa. Like, I think a lot of people don't make the right moves for them because of what you just said. Totally, uh, totally. And um, even, even more so, it's like you can go big when you're not judging yourself, Yeah. you know? And you're not worried about what you're gonna think if you fail. 
Well, and I think it's what I found recently, and you, and you might tell me this is kind of backwards or crazy, but like I found too that I, I'm actually kind of judging myself, going, I don't deserve the success if I actually hit that. It's almost like a backward sabotage. It's like, wait, I don't want to make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand a month because Justin doesn't deserve that. And it's like, wait, what? What the heck kind of thinking is that? Yeah. And if that, yeah, and if that's that's if that's a belief system, then you're going to subconsciously get in your own way. You're going to sabotage it. Yeah, there you facts. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I love that, man. So coming over to EXP, you obviously brought a team with you. I mean, you didn't just come over yourself. Obviously, most people listening to the Icon, they're probably big producers. They might be solo agents, but ninety plus percent of them, to my knowledge, are in some type of team format, whether a one person team with an admin or a big team. How did you how did you approach your team? and tell them to move over. Now, of course, you're probably a lot more connected to your team than a lot of teams maybe, just because yeah. of the approach you take, but what would, how did that look like? How'd you approach them? Does anybody like hell no and left, or did you get full buy-in, or what was that process for you? Because that's obviously a lot of people's concern, is I want to make the move, it financially makes sense, it makes sense in my truth. However, I'm scared of what my team's gonna do. Yeah, so for me, I allow my team to be a part of almost every decision that we make on this team, period. Like when we move, not only when we moved offices, but when we move into a new building, like, hey guys, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about making this move. What are your thoughts? I make them a part of almost every process that we go through, um, no matter what, because at the end of the day, um, I work for them. And so, so, and that's how I really, that's how I really try to look at it. So when we were looking at the move to EXP, all, in, in all transparency, I said, Hey guys, this is what I'm thinking. Um, I've been talking to, uh, my buddy, David Queen. He was a big part of it too. David Queen. He's a, he's an agent out in Kingman and in Vegas as well. But, um, talking about with David Queen and, and Kevin Kaufman, I'm thinking about making this move. Here's why. And I was like, I'm not making the move unless you guys are hundred percent good with it. And so, um, you know, Kevin, Kevin talked with the team. He was really, really good about the transfer. And so did David as well. He was awesome as well. Um, and honestly, after they saw everything, David and, and Kevin kind of walked everybody through everything. Um, and I was kind of hands off to let them chat. I mean, they were, they were, uh, after they saw everything, they were on board. They were like, let's go. And then at that point, it was like me, me, me making, like me going like, all right, let's roll. You know? <laughs> you were like, oh, I didn't think it was going to be that easy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. They were, they saw it and they were, they were a hundred percent on board. Um, and for different reasons, for all different reasons. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, it, and there's not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of, at the time, wasn't a lot of EXP agents in, in Lake Havasu. I want to say there well, was that was going to be my next question because you took a KW office from whatever you said, 60 million to half a billion. So obviously there was something about, there's a little bit in that small of a community, something about the reputation of the red KW symbol and connected to your name in that community because you don't take, and I don't remember the numbers, but it wasn't at like 5% market share that like you jumped to like 60 or 70 every two out of three homes was KW or something just ridiculous yeah. if I remember right. Yeah, in like Havasu, it was like 30, around 30 to 33%. But in Kingman, it was uh, Kingman, Arizona, because we're in Mojave County in Kingman, Arizona, yeah. it was like, we were two out of every three homes, 66%, yeah. That's crazy. So, so for someone that thinks that their brand, the brokerage matters, you know, and obviously different markets have different, you know, styles on does the brokerage matter, does it not? But like, what was your thought process on that? Because it had to have gone through your head of going, I'm at a brokerage that's got 66% of the market and I'm about to jump to a brokerage, which probably at the time had 1%, maybe not even 1%. Yeah, not even 1%. Like, yeah. And so like, like, what was the, 
you know, you, you're not one to have very many limiting beliefs, but I got to imagine naturally, instinctively, there was something that was like, is this smart? Yeah. Like, so well, I, <laughs> the people thinking the same thing. Oh, I got them. I got, I got limiting beliefs like all of us do, you know, it's, it's, I, I just, I, I work through them, you know, um, uh, I got coaches. <laughs> so, um, a hundred percent. So I was flying that flag big time throughout the community and even the county. And, um, it was kind of like, well, Hey, you told us this was the place to be. This was the place to be. This was the place to be. And you've been riding for it for, for five years. And now you're saying, now you're, now you're switching, you know, there is that part in the, the part in, in the brain that goes, um, yeah, how, how, how are you going to look? Right. And uh, after working through it, just in, in, with myself, I came to the conclusion, much like living your truth, like when you're authentically, genuinely yourself, you're you. And I know there's a, those are buzzwords, but no bullshit. Like yeah. you live your truth and you are you. The people in your life that aren't supposed to be in your life are going to leave. Yeah. Right. The, I would say um, your growth sometimes and your truth may bring out the emotional immaturity in the people around you. And sometimes the people that you hold the dearest to you. Yeah. And so much like that in life, in business, when I said, you know what, with, with, if this is the move that I want to make here. Mm-hmm. I want to, I've seen it all talk to the people. I want to make this move. If I make this move and people are upset about it, those people were never really in my life anyways. If, yeah. the, if, 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 the, if my friendships are predicated on where I work or predicated on what, what brokerage I'm at, then that's not really that strong of a friendship at all anyways. Yeah. So um, when I came to that truth, you know, when I make the move, you know, the people that, that, that have, a, have something to say about it, I mean, they, they were really never there anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, once I came over, and honestly, there's – there was a lot of things that I thought were going to happen that just never even happened, right? Isn't that, isn't that what like worrying is, right? We worry about 90% of the things we worry about never even happened. So yeah. a lot of it, more than anything, I moved over and people were like, dude, tell me about, tell me about this company. I know you don't just make, make, make decisions, uh, you know, quick decisions like that, yeah. you know? And so it created a lot of conversation, created a lot of, uh, a, a lot of good, good chats. And we were able to get some, some, some agents over because of it. I love that. So what would you say is like, you know, you didn't have to pitch your agents really based on the format that you have, you know, in the decision-making, but for a team owner, like what are some, what were the biggest benefits that you tried to get your team to understand, you know, even if it was more, a little bit more on the financial side, you know, or, or the rev share side or the stock side, because obviously when you jumped over, it was kind of all an unknown, right? You knew about revenue share, you kind of knew about stock. But, so when you're in that moment of not knowing everything about the company since you weren't over, like what were you telling your agents, you know, that could benefit them if they, you know, trusted the process? Yeah, right off the bat, it was, I mean, it, from right off the bat, for some of my agents, it was just cheaper. Yeah. Like it, it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a smaller cap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, for others, it was, it was the rev share. So for my... Um, so I'm director of operations, but for my, my team leader on the team, I mean, she was like, dude, this rev share thing is like, I mean, yeah. it's legit because what was cool is the people that we were talking to about this were super transparent about what they were receiving and what, what, what they did and what, what, uh, what, what other people, I mean, people were just so transparent and they just pull up their thing and just show you, you know, <laughs> in, the, in the XP system, it'll show you what you're getting them that, that next month. Yeah. Um, so for her, it was rev share. Um, for um for my operations it was it was it was the stock 
Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what got him over. Um, and then for, for some of my other agents, they just loved that it was like this technology company um, yeah. that was entrepreneurial mm-hmm. and was really trying to push, push the envelope, going more cloud-based, more of where we're at right now with this whole COVID thing. I mean, what better yeah. company to be at? No, I love that. And a lot of teams like have physical office space, like they maybe might have like a mega agent office or whatever they call it within their company. Like, how did that work for you guys? I know a lot of teams that are looking about making a move. They're like, well, we don't, we we have to have physical office space, which, you know, while a lot of these agents don't have a physical office space or they use like a Regis in their area, like you guys probably don't have a Regis in Lake Havasu. We don't, dude. <laughs> What's funny is we actually we moved we moved buildings, so we completely moved everything. And well, here's what else I will say. I thought that I had never moved offices before, right? Never moved a team from an office to another office before. And I thought it was, and I've, I've moved a lot of teams to Keller Williams, you know. And I thought it was going to be 10x as hard as it was, and it was, dude. It literally it was like two days. We're moved in, done, and we're back to business. Like it literally, we put stickers on our signs. We put EXP stickers on the signs. Dude, we didn't even get new signs. Changed all the logos out in one day. In two days, it was like nothing Nothing even happened. We're business as usual. Um, yeah. But we li- we have an office space here. And what's crazy is we, we, we're, it, it's cheaper than what we were playing at the KW office. So, it, I mean, yeah, they, we have an office there. We have an office here. We like the place to where we come in. Um, and, yeah, our, I mean, our, our – during COVID, I mean, we've had people who've worked from home a lot. Productivity is still – productivity, if anything, has increased. But, yeah, we do have an office space, and we just, we just change offices. No, I, I love that. I love that. And part of it – I mean, you said it. You hit it on the head. Is It is cheaper for a lot of team members, especially, like, there's a different cap rate, too. Like, I know it's not even just the cap itself. You know, they cap slower, which sounds weird, but you cap slower at EXP, which puts more money in the new agent's pocket per deal. Totally. Especially when you have a brand new agent who's coming on. Right. Um, and you know, they're, they, they may go, a, they may go a while without a check. So once they get that, they want that, that, that full check. And at my other office, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. Hey guys, Justin Nelson again with The Icon Podcast. I'm super excited to have a good friend and my personal mentor on the show today. Just happens to also be an Icon agent, just like every other guest on the show. So I just wanted to say welcome to Dustin, and man, I am super excited to have you on today. Hey, thanks man. I'm excited to be here, brother. Love what you're doing. Love the podcast, and uh, yeah, honored to be here. Thanks for asking I love it, man. Well, you and I, uh, you know, we've been coaching, what now, three months, six months? I don't even know. Time flies. <laughs> yeah, about six months. Six months or so. So I'm, I'm super excited, you know, I've uh, known you for a few years um, from a distance, as I say. You were always the guy who saw at conferences, and I think we even spoke at a few of the same places, but with business in terms of making sure that you're staying sane, you know, your energy's high, and just living your best life. My intimate relationship with, with, my, with, with Lee. 100, 150%. Um, yeah, making sure that I make, making sure that every day I do every day that I make that the number one priority and I make, um, I make our love me, me falling in love with her every day. I may, I just make that number one because, uh, that, and then 
before, even before that, I would tell you making sure I'm taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I love that. No, you, you definitely, uh, that's one that you've taught me is like, you first, everything else will fall into place. And you first, everything else will fall into place. I'd spent so many years pouring from an empty cup, man. I was killing the goose that was laying the golden eggs for everybody. I was making sure I was, I was making sure everybody else was good, taking care of everybody else. And, uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to pour from an empty cup, even if on the outside you look successful. And so, um, uh, you got it. You've got to make sure you're taking care of yourself. So then there's more of you for everybody else. Love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, now, so man, so some people might be listening to you from Lake Havasu because they, you know, they're like, what's this whole icon agent thing? Is it even worth listening to? You know, so kind of tell me a little bit about um, like how people are partnering with you because people listening to this could be in a different state and yeah. want to partner with you because they love your energy. They love what you got going on. So I'll, I'll obviously have your information below, but talk to me a little bit about like you probably are partnered with people that aren't even in your own state or probably your own city sometimes, right? Like, oh, so yeah how you to partner with other people that aren't in your local location. And if so, can people do that with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, hundred percent. You know, we have a, a, a cool group here over here at EXP and like, I've got tons of partners in, in EXP and it's, cr- it's crazy because everybody feels, everybody's a part of this. Like there's nobody, it, it, you know, at your old brokerage, like you, 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 you would call the staff or you would call the, you know, you call the broker, you call the team leader, right? I just call my friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? At EXP, I just call my friends. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, uh, I'll, I'll throw something off the wall with them or I'll, I'll ask them, uh, you know, the, the other day, David Queen, I mean, he got on the phone with three of my agents to help them sign up for the 5%, 5% to take 5% out of the commission, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we part, I mean, listen, if you're looking to get an EXP um, at any level, um, reach out, I'll show it. I'm not a pushy guy. Um, I'll tell you what, what, what it is that uh, they offer and what it's done for us. And yeah, we're um, not only we're looking to partner in EXP, but we're looking to partner on our team. As I, sh- I shared with you, you know, we're in Washington, Idaho, Vegas, Henderson, Reno now too. So if you're in any of those areas, let me know. Reach out. <laughs> I love that. Now, kind of last thing, last question as we wrap up here. What would you say to the agent that's listening now? but hasn't actually like either watched any of the EXP explained videos or like for, for someone like yourself that had probably been hit up quite a few times about EXP, you know, when you weren't ready to even take a look at it, what would you say to those people that haven't even taken a look at it? Like, like what should, what's their next steps in your opinion as someone that's like, how do I explore this? And what was kind of your process through that? Yeah. I would just ask the question, like what, what does it hurt to take a look? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what, what could, if you take a look and you don't like it, then you don't like it. You know, I'm, uh, I always say, you know, for me, I'm always looking for different investments and different ways to opportunities, right? I'm always looking at opportunity always. And so, um, it doesn't hurt to just take a look. And so the, for the first step, re- reach out to me, or if you have someone that you already know, like you have someone that, you know, they're, they're, they're in the business and, and you know that they've moved to EXP, just reach out to them, yeah. you know, just reach out and ask. Hey, I want to learn a little bit more about EXP. Cool. It doesn't mean you need to make a move today. It doesn't mean you need to make a move in a year, but get, get educated on it and get the facts. Um, I think that's coming out more and more with EXP. In the beginning, people had a, a bunch of different things, including myself yeah. that had to say about EXP. Um, but I mean, once you get over here, you see the truth and it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I love it, man. Well, oh, that, 
sorry, people talk about the stock and, the, and like this being like, oh, this, this company is, 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 a, is a stock. It's like, yeah, well, so are some of the other biggest companies on the face of the planet. Yeah. Public companies, right? What's cool is we actually own a piece of this. Yeah. Like, right? It's not, we don't share profit that you can fudge on the books. Yeah. It's like, you're not allowed to fudge when you're, when you're not allowed to fudge books when you're a public company. Yeah, you're not allowed to fudge with the SEC, you know, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, coming yeah. from brokerages before, like, you know, I got to see firsthand, you know, and I knew a lot of the book keepers. Like, I knew people that actually wrote the books, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we erased that. I'm like, wait, wait, what? You erased it? I don't understand. Like, that doesn't fly with the SEC, you know, the stock commission. You can't erase your financials or fudge them to make your profit lower or higher, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you could, but you're gonna be in jail. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like it's real. I actually own, like, I own stock. Like, I have stock in this company yeah. because I work at this company. Like, it's well. Real. What I love about it is, like, with an icon team like your guys yourself, you know, you guys get stock, right? So you, you get some form of stock. You guys are a mega icon team, to my knowledge, because of your team structure. Like, they the company gives you stock back. Yeah. And what's nice about that is, even if it goes down, you still have stock like there's still a monet it's gonna be rare that the money would ever go to zero like, here's here's a fact fact so i paid what what the cap is i think sixteen thousand. Yeah, i paid yeah. that into the company the company has given me that back more 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 than that back already in the four months i've been here in rev share and in stock yeah that's a fact i've been paid to work here that's insane that is it's insane well, I think a lot of people too, like they may not be at the place yet where they can get icon, but even if like they're not there yet, like it's a place to where you can still earn stock even if you're doing two deals a year. Like most people know that I don't really sell homes anymore. I mean, I do on the side, but I looked at my stock account the other day and I was like, wait, what? I have how much stock? I haven't even sold up. I don't think I even sold yeah, I mean, I've sold two homes in 2020. Or maybe, I don't even know, man. Like it's something like ridiculously low. And I was like, wait, I have that much stock? Like that's, that could change anybody's life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, man. It is. It, I, the, and I know this is so cliche to say it's so cliche. The only thing I, I just wish I would have done it sooner. And I know that's cliche to say, but you know, a belief is a poor substitute for an experience. Yeah. And once I've had the, once you have an experience, it changes your belief, you know? And so, um, I, I just, I just wish I would have done it sooner and I wish I wouldn't have let the pride get in the way. Yeah. No, I think for me, it was like, I wish I would have looked at it sooner. Like, I always set out and look at it. But, like, even Kevin Coffin and Fred Weaver took me down to Arizona. And I, like, I sat in the presentation, but I was sitting there texting the entire time. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention. Like, I wish I would have just looked and, like, took a pencil to pen and, like, oh, that does make sense. Yeah. I mean, David Queen came to me at a team leader, and he was, like, he, was ba he basically was, like, how profitable are you? He was part of our uh, ALC. Yeah. And so he goes, how profitable are we? And I showed him and everything. He goes, you know, if we were to move over to EXP, the entire office over to EXP, that the owner of that Keller Williams would be more profitable than, than we are here at Keller Williams without any risk. <laughs> like without any, you know, without, without any, uh, you know, any leases, any, you know, building leases, any overhead, anything like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I kind of, kind of blew him off and then, uh, I stepped out of the team leader role. He ended up moving over to EXP and I just followed him. I love it. I love it, man. Well, your time's valuable. The listeners are, uh, they're super thankful as I am today for you jumping on. So, uh, I yeah, appreciate dude. you coming on, man. I love what you're doing, man. I love that you're doing this podcast. It's so, so rad to see you get, uh, 
get some top talent out here. I'm honored to, to be asked to be a part of it. And so uh, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate what you do for our industry as well. I appreciate it, man. Well, with that being said, guys, signing off from the Icon Podcast, as always, interviewing the top 2% of EXP. And until the next episode, have a great week.